You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding, for the ones who want an inside look at the vault, this, 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 this is views from Street. Now. Here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, it's time, ladies and gentlemen. It is week one of the Nash Football League. It is time for week one. The Panthers open it up at home in the bank this Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm kind of interested in this game, Lonzo. Uh, not just because it's week one, not just because of Baker Mayfield, but because I think this is a really, really good opening test for the Panthers. Let's start with this. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little taken aback, but I want your thoughts. I told you guys the last couple of weeks that I thought week one, Carolina hosting Cleveland would likely be the biggest game of the early window. There are a couple of ones that are in there that are a little interesting. New England-Miami is a divisional matchup. Uh, Lamar getting his season going with or without a new contract is at New York. He'll get a chance to put some fantasy numbers up. I thought Cleveland-Carolina would be the premier matchup of the early uh, early slate on Sunday. Turns out, CBS, who had the option on this game, is going for the vast majority of the country with Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Now, if Kenny Pickett's starting this game, maybe I'm a little more intrigued in it. I am intrigued in Mitch Trubisky. We talked about that in the last segment. But I'm a little surprised that Bengals hosting Steelers is the game that CBS has decided to go national. I mean, I know that, you know, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Dallas – and maybe Chicago are the three or four teams that have like a like a nationwide audience that any time, you know, Dallas gets all the primetime games for that reason. Pittsburgh gets a lot of the primetime games for that reason. I really thought there there might be more interest in in uh, Baker Mayfield hosting the Browns on the revenge tour step number one. But I guess not, as they're going Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Either way, you know, you know what it is. It's Joe Burrow. I, I see interest in Joe Burrow, and the fact that it's a division game, and that these teams uh, sometimes get a little chippy. Sure, which is entertaining for a lot of people. Yeah, I, I think so. And, you know, and Joe, I mean, Joe Burrow, he was already a star, but he really. Uh, solidified himself as a star in the NFL last year, and I, I think it may come down to star power. Oh, no doubt. Listen, Joey Swag showing up at the pressers, looking the way he looked, rocking the way he rocked, talking the way he talked, especially running up to the Super Bowl last year. I think a lot of people kind of put Joey B in that camp of guys that don't play for my team that I definitely root for. And obviously, I mean, as many Pittsburgh fans nationwide that want to see the Steelers uh, succeed, there is a a pretty solid number of of fans of other teams that are going to tune in to watch them fall to the Bengals. Either way, irrelevant doesn't matter. The only thing that is going to matter in this one is going to be what John, uh, what uh, Baker may. I keep wanting to say Johnny Menzel for no reason at all. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do don't do that. I mean, you could do that to Cleveland, but don't do that to the Panthers. I have watched Cleveland 
run through so many quarterbacks over the past decade. I, back before I moved up here to the Carolinas, when I lived down in Florida, I actually had a buddy of mine who was a, a Browns fan, Kellen. And the, he started as a joke one day. Uh, I, I had a, a in my garage kind of a sports cave set up. And on the side of my beer fridge, he came over one day and he wrote down on a piece of duct tape that he taped to the side of my fridge the names of all the quarterbacks that the Browns had had over the years. And, I mean, it was two feet long. And then he came over, and and I, I don't remember. It may have been Johnny Menzel. I don't remember, but they came up with one of the quarterbacks, and he was like, this is the guy. This is our guy, right? Like, this is the guy that's going to end this streak. I can stop adding to the taped list of names on your fridge. And then it didn't work out. And he had to scratch that name out and write another one. And then scratch that name out and write... So whenever I think the Browns, I just immediately come up with a thousand failed quarterback jokes. And my favorite one is that they finally found a quarterback, Zoe, who did not fail in Baker Mayfield, and then they just let him go. They let him go. Said he was not mature, was not an adult, and they let him go. And that immature adult is on his way to facing that team this Sunday. Can't wait. Can't wait. So let us... Without any further ado, get into this game a little bit. And I will open with, I, I don't know if it's a surprise or not. The Carolina Panthers open as a two-even favorite in Vegas. They are minus two on the spread, minus 121 on the money line. The Browns are plus 105, so just over even money, which means, obviously, that Las Vegas takes an ever-so-slight tilt. Keep in mind, it, traditionally in the National Football League, you get three points on the spread for being the home team. Traditionally. It doesn't always work out that way. But the rule of thumb is that if you're at home, you get three points, right? If that is accurate here, if Carolina's getting three for being at home, that actually means Vegas thinks the Cleveland Browns are better than the Panthers and the Panthers just get a nudge of an edge because they're going to be at the bank. And I will tell you, if this is week 13 of last year with some of the crowds I saw at the bank, not to take a shot at Panthers fans, but it is what it is. We got to be honest with each other. If this is week 14 of last year with some of the crowds I saw at the bank, I think the Browns are probably one point favorites here. I probably don't, but it is week one. There is hype around Baker Mayfield. There's hype around the return of run CMC. There's hype around this receiver core that maybe five guys deep at this point. And I think the bank is going to be pretty packed up and packed out on Sunday. I am still debating picking up a ticket off the secondhand market and heading the two and a half up to Charlotte to watch this game. I I, I may pull the trigger on that tomorrow or Saturday. I think the bank is going to be hype, and that's where you get the difference here. With Jacoby Brissett, and, and I want to know the answer to this question, how are the Browns only a two-point? How are the Panthers only a two-point favorite with Baker at QB against Jacoby Brissett? I don't understand it. You know, there's a there's a national narrative that the Panthers are going to be really, really bad as far as national media goes and things like that. But if you if you watch and you listen, there are a few people who see some things that maybe we see and are pointing out that the Panthers are going to be sneaky better than what they think. 
But it, when it comes down to it, it's quarterback versus defense. And last I checked, Carolina's defense was pretty good last year. So they're they're thinking Jacoby Brissett is going to lead Cleveland past the Panthers. I I just don't get it. Let me give you another interesting thought here. Uh, two of them actually. First off, the over under on this game is forty one and a half. That means that they think that these teams are going to play a game to the tune of 21 24-21, 24-20, 27-17, somewhere in that ballpark. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I got to think Carolina's putting 24 on the board by themselves. I don't know if Cleveland helps with the total. I'm not touching the over-under on this game. I don't like it, uh, mainly because I don't think the Browns are going to score enough points to hold up their end of the deal. But the second interesting part about this is I am looking at bettingnews.com, who tracks Vegas bets, right? They track Vegas bets. On the... On the, on the uh, plus minus line. Carolina minus 120, Cleveland plus 105, right? That means Carolina's got a slight tilt. The Vegas bets are split 50-50. That means that Vegas bettors are agreeing that the uh, the Panthers have a slight edge when it comes to that. Here's what's interesting on the spread line. At plus one and a half, not two and a half, at plus one and a half, which was the opening line of this game, at plus one and a half, seventy-five percent of the money is coming in on Cleveland. That means that Vegas betters think Carolina wins this game by a point, because when you give them the point in the hook, the one and a half, the betters are going overwhelmingly. With the Cleveland Browns. So, so is this anti-Carolina or just anti-Baker? Because I'm thinking this is anti-Baker. I almost think it is. I, I think it's a combination of both. I think that there are some... Fo- I don't think the public has animosity against Baker Mayfield. In fact, I think because of what happened. I don't know, man. I've, I've heard some stuff on some shows no, 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 no. Where, where people are echoing what they've heard. I, so, so, so you and I have both done this for a long time. And... What I have found in this job is that a lot of callers, a lot of people who listen to your show regularly, more often than not are going to agree with your takes. You, you, They just kind of follow you down the road. And that's not a bad thing. It just is what it is. I think Baker won a little bit of sympathy, not just because he left the Browns, but because of the, the comments from Cleveland's front office on the way out of the door, right? That we need an adult in the room comments. But Vegas gamblers do not gamble on sympathy. They don't gamble on heart. They don't gamble on emotion. They gamble on what's going to make me money. When you are talking on the plus minus line, right? On the money line, Carolina and Cleveland are splitting money here. But when you give Cleveland a point and a half, which means they can lose by one and still win the bet for you, 75%, three out of every four betters 
according to bettingnews.com, are going in on Cleveland. And the over-under at 41.5, 50-50. The bets are split exactly evenly, according to bettingnews.com. I just I, I find those numbers interesting, and I don't agree with them. I am in the 25% that at minus one and a half still takes Carolina because I think they win this game out outright. I'm not touching the over-under, but even at minus 120. I think I'm probably going to play the spread because I'm going to get a little bit better return on my gambling money here. But even at minus 120, I'm still taking Carolina. I am trying to figure out what the betting public sees that has 75% leading Cleveland's way when you give them a point and a half. That's weird. It still comes down to Jacoby Brissett. Now, I agree. Obviously, Cleveland's going to have a really good running game, and the Panthers have uh, uh, have been susceptible to the run. But Jacoby Brissett is not going to beat you. He's not. So they're counting on it's got to be anti Baker, and they're counting on Baker having a bad game.